Hello and welcome back to another episode of All Things WPL, a podcast where you learn about the five WPL teams from the inaugural edition of the Women's Premier League. I'm super excited about today's episode, partially because of the updates around the WPL. The league now has a theme song, a mascot, a teaser. Lots of teams had their first press conferences and almost all of them have officially launched their jerseys. Also, we have a very interesting team to cover today. This is one of the legacy IPL teams who are still awaiting their first IPL trophy. Yes, most of you guessed it right. It's RCB. RCB was one of the first franchises to show an interest towards the WPL. And they had been planning and scouting for local talent for at least five to six months now. This reflects in the team that they have selected. Vast number of players who are yet to make an international debut are also included in the squad. They have assembled what looks like a mix of experience and fresh talent. Have they found the perfectly balanced side? Will this prove to be a winning combination for the RCB? Let's take a quick look and learn about their team, starting with captain Smriti Mandana. Almost everybody knows Smriti. She ranks third in women's T20 player rankings. She's an opener and the vice captain for the Indian team. Next up, we have... Richa Ghosh, who is a wicketkeeper batter, idolizes Dhoni and wants to play the role of a finisher for the team. And she has shown the ability to turn the game in favor of her team in crucial chases. Our next Indian that we have on the team is Renuka Singh, who is a medium pacer, currently in superb form. She was named ICC Emerging Women's Cricketer of the Year for 2022. She's recorded her career best bowling figures in the recent T20 World Cup while playing against England. She got five crucial wickets, giving away only 15 runs. Among the overseas players, we have Elise Perry, an all-rounder, exceptional fielder, has been a part of almost every World Cup squad for Australia since 2010 and has made significant contributions to Australians winning the trophy as well. She was a part of the 2020 T20 World Cup squad but suffered a hamstring injury because of which she was ruled out of the rest of the tournament and did not feature in the final. She has been away for the game for some time and often spoke about how in that time she helped reinvent her game and focus on her batting skills. Thanks to her performances in the 100 and WBBL, she made her way back to the Australian side last year and was also a part of the squad for the recently concluded World Cup. Fun fact about the Australian team, they have won six T20 championships and have the trophy from 2018 2020 and again in 2023, which is a three-peat or a hat-trick for them. Perry, again, has been part of almost all of these. Next up, we have Sophie Devine, who's been playing international cricket for over 15 years now. She started her career as a bowler and slowly developed into one of the most successful all-rounders in the game. In the 119 T20 matches that she's played for New Zealand, she has taken over 100 wickets and scored nearly 3,000 runs. Interesting fact about her, She's also represented New Zealand at field hockey. Next, we have Heather Knight, top order batter. You can also bowl if the team needs an off spinner. Comes in with a lot of experience, having made her T20 debut in 2010. She's also captained the English team since 2016. Next, we have former South African captain Danny Van Niekerk. Apart from playing for South Africa, she's also featured in the WBBL and the 100. She was also named as the 100 women's MVP in 2021. She missed out on the recent T20 World Cup by 18 seconds. The fitness requirements for South African squad were completing a 2km run by 9.5 minutes or so. Dani, who had recovered from an ankle fracture in 2021, was unable to complete the fitness requirements needed to rejoin the squad. She has been away from international T20s last year. Injuries aside, she's an exceptional all-rounder and it'll be interesting to see her in 
RCB squad. She records career best bowling figures in ODI at 5 wickets for 17 runs against Pakistan. She also took 4 wickets in a match against West Indies where she bowled 3 maiden overs. Her batting average against India in T20s is at around 31 and around 30 when in the Indian conditions, which is pretty decent. Looking at the players that we've spoken about so far, we know that RCB has a wide range of captains to pick from. Sophie Devine who captains New Zealand, Heather Knight who captains England, Van Niekerk who was a former South Africa captain, Smriti Mandanna herself who is the vice captain for India. Perry again has some experience with captaincy from the WBBL. This is enough to tell you how much experience there is in this team. Devine and Perry also feature among the top 10 women's T20 all-rounder rankings. Moving on we have Megan Shute another terrific bowler from australia she was a part of the australian squad that toured india last year and is familiar with both the grounds where the wpl is scheduled to be held her second best t20 figures are 4 of 18 runs which was against india at the historic final at the mcg in 2020 she dismissed shafali verma for just two runs which was a big blow to the indian team while chasing a target of 185 she's currently ranked 6 in the ICC women's T20 bowling rankings. Next we have a fellow Australian Erin Burns. She's not played a lot of international cricket but is a popular name in the domestic circuits and the WBBL. She's also played alongside fellow RCB teammate Heather Knight for the Hobart Hurricanes. Among the other uncapped players we have all-rounder Kanika Ahuja, we have other all-rounders Poonam Khemnar, Shreyanka Patel, then we have spinners Sahana Pawar, uh, Asha Shubnam, we have pacer Komal Zanzad who will be interesting to watch. We have another wicketkeeper batter Indrani Roy. Disha Kasat is another batter. generally comes in at number 3 for the vidarbha team but can also bat lower down the order like she does for the india a team she might just play the role of an opener alongside mandana you will have to watch out for her role in the rcb setup that's the update on the royal challengers bangalore do follow them on twitter they're actively creating content and posting team updates on their social media channels coming to the support staff we have head coach ben soyer now he has worked with several teams in the 100 and the wppl and was also the coach for the new zealand women's team we have assistant coach malolan rangarajan and scouting and fielding coach vanita vr these are the key people responsible for scouting a lot of the local talent from domestic series and tournaments next we have an interesting choice for the mentor sania mirza has been selected as the mentor for the rcb which is an interesting choice there was a lot of mixed reaction and a lot of opinions that people shared on should a tennis player really is she needed in cricket or what is her role going to be in a recent interview with a channel called she talks ball she has stated that her role is to help young girls handle the spotlight and the pressure that they will be subjected to during the tournament that's all on the royal challengers the team has their first match against delhi capitals on sunday 5th of march tune in at 3:30 pm on jio cinema to watch the rcb team in action that's an introduction to the rcb team what are your thoughts on it ईसा लक अपनम देना